Welcome to the Adventure for Good podcast. We're your hosts, Chris and Kim. In June 2018, we both left our careers at the age of 31 and started traveling with the mission of finding and creating work locally in the United States and around the world that inspires us while helping other people and the environment. This podcast documents our adventures as well as highlights the inspirational people that we meet along the way. We hope you enjoy. Welcome to episode 16. We're Kim and Chris. DSC says. DSC says. Good job. Yo hablo espanol. <laughs> Un poquito. Mucho. <laughs> we have a really fun two-part series for you guys. Uh, the first one released today is the first part of our trip that I'll talk about in a second. And in two weeks, you'll hear the second part. But what have we done the last five weeks, Chris? We... Rented a camper van. Yes. It is the size of a two-door sports car. (laughs) Kind of. And it has a bed in it. And we've been sleeping in it. For five weeks. For five weeks. Mm -hmm. And we have two nights left. Yeah. Tonight and one more night. Good, that's two, yeah. We rented a camper van in Santiago and drove it, I'm sorry, no. We rented it in Punta Arenas, the southern tip of Chile. And we drove it all the way to Santiago, which... Well, we're planning to. It's, well, we're close to Santiago right now. It's we're a long seven way. hours away from Santiago. <laughs> we're a lot closer than Putarinas. Stop making this so difficult. <laughs> well, I'm just giving them the facts. Anyway, this episode is a compilation of recordings that we've done throughout the trip. So you'll, I have music in between each one that goes into a different day, and you'll, I guess we... You get to experience the trip as we went. You you may notice that Kim is a little dull sometimes. I've been trying to get her to perk up. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's definitely my apologies me. to the listeners. Yeah. But she'll get better. Let's just say we start off a little slow here and there, but I'm there's some. A, I'm re- a little slow everywhere. <laughs> there's some really good stories, and this trip was incredible. And so go listen, enjoy this episode, and yeah, I think that's it. Let's go. Ciao. Okay. Van days, recording one. Van days? We're calling this van days? Van life? No, probably not that either. (laughs) Where are we right now? In a van. And it's raining outside. And windy. You want to start for real now? Yeah. Okay. Let's see. We've been on the road for a little over a week now, uh, and we're currently sitting in a van in Patagonia National Park. How how have things been, Chris? Splendid. <laughs> so where did we come up with the idea for this van trip? Australia. Do you care to expand? No. Well, we rented some vans in Australia, and we really enjoyed it, and then we decided to do it again in Patagonia. A dream of ours has always been to see Patagonia, and we figured out that the buses are available, and a lot of hitchhikers do the trip as well, but the best way to really to see Patagonia is to have your own vehicle. So we picked up a van in Punta Arenas on February 25th, and we're driving it all the way to Santiago. Yeah. <laughs> 
And our friends Mitch and Allie flew down and actually met us uh, in Punta Arenas, and they rented a van as well, and we spent the last week with them, which was actually amazing. Except they rented a van from Wicked Campers. Yeah. And we rented a van from the competitor, Soul Vans, and our van is way better. You think so? I think so. Well. We, we, We had exactly the same van model. But the setup was a little different. Our kitchen is smaller than theirs, but our engine works and theirs doesn't. Yeah, they had some, or have had some engine difficulties. But their van was still, it was, both of them were nice, but. Our bed is nicer. Our bed is nicer. Their kitchen is nicer. And I think, you know, I wouldn't pick one or the other other than they've had issues with the engine and. It hasn't been easy for them to coordinate that with their company. Yeah. Well, trying to find mechanics along this route is not exactly easy. True story. So anyway, we got the vans on the 25th. We went to the store. We got provisions. And then we drove all the way to just north of Porto Natalis. About three and a half hours. And we stayed at Laguna Sofia. For yeah. free. Yeah, for free. And we had been there with Chris's dad in January, but Mitch and Allie hadn't been there. So we, we, ex- we arrived at night. Right, and they didn't know what it looked like. And they like. didn't know what it looked like. And then when they woke up in the morning, it was uh, beautiful vistas of the mountains and, yeah, and the lake. And so we did a nice little hike. It was amazing. We had beautiful weather that day. Of course we did. We always <laughs> had beautiful weather in Patagonia. Yeah. As it currently is raining right now in our van. It's not raining in the van. Okay, on top of the van. You can hear the rain. Anyway, we then drove from Laguna Sofia to El Calafate in Argentina. And we stayed one night there and then went to see the Perito Moreno Glacier. Was that on day two? Yeah. Holy shit. Well, we drove that way on day two. And then we went the morning of day three to Perito Moreno. Yeah, so that drive was largely uneventful other than crossing the border out in the middle of absolute nowhere. Yeah, they really didn't give a crap that we were leaving Chile or coming into Argentina. Nope. They stamped our passports and and let us in. Perfect. Yeah, we drove for hours and hours and hours out in the middle of nowhere, got to Calafate, and then the next morning we got up and drove into the park and... That was incredible. The If you ever get a chance to see the Perito Moreno Glacier, take it. It is huge. Well, the cool thing about it is it's very accessible. A lot of the other glaciers in the area, you have to take boat tours or do a huge hike to get to. And they've basically set this up where it's a gigantic viewing platform that has probably two or three miles worth of trails built into it. And an elevator it has an elevator, a viewing platform with an elevator. Yeah, I know, no shit. So it's it's very industrialized, but you just you can go and sit probably a hundred yards from the glacier, and yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, and I would recommend either going first thing in the morning or in the evening, uh, right before the park closes, just because there's less people, and you could see a lot I of. I disagree with that recommendation. I think you should go in the late morning or. 
throughout the afternoon because that's when the sun is the hottest. Oh, that's true. And you get to see the most ice chunks falling off the glacier. Yeah, okay. I go with Chris's recommendation. <laughs> so we did that. And then we, we drove up we to Elshelton. We stayed there for, we, we, we stared at it for what, like a good hour? Yeah. And then right when we left, all of the chunks fell off. We could hear them. I know, we got to the parking lot and we could hear more. It sounds like thunder. So we did that, and then we drove from Calafate to Alchalten. Yeah. And that was, what, a couple hours? Yeah, more about four that. hours. Four hours. Yeah. And Alchalten, so when at least when I think of Patagonia, I think of the Fitzroy Range. And so I was really, really excited to Wh- see this. Which, for anyone who doesn't know, that's the logo for the Patagonia Clothing Company. Yeah. The mountains, that's the mountains. That's so, probably why I think associate it with Patagonia. You think? <laughs> And so, so we camped there for two nights. Well, hang on. Driving into the town, the Fitzroy Range was just peeking out under the clouds, and that was incredible. It was, we stopped a couple times to take pictures. Yeah, it was raining, but it was clear enough. The The clouds weren't low, so right. you could still see the whole mountain range, which was yeah. really neat. So, And we camped in a free parking lot there two nights. For two nights, and both nights and days that we were there were basically warm no wind and somewhat sunny or they were they were cloudy but they were high clouds yeah and so there weren't clouds sitting on on the mountain so they were basically unobscured viewing of the entire mountain range for the whole two and a half days we were there which yeah was, we were told by the park rangers that we were really lucky they said most days you come and it's socked in with clouds and he said upwards of 120 kilometer an hour winds for yeah. days at a time. Yeah. And we had basically no wind and no rain and perfect weather. Yeah. And this the full day we were there, we did the hike to Laguna de los Tres, which is really nice. The, the, it's beautiful. The first part, um, maybe like the first eight kilometers, is fairly easy, and it's through... Not the woods a lot, and then but you get a lot of views of the Fitzroy Range, and then the last two kilometers is basically straight up, and then to a lookout, which is incredible, and you get to see the lagunas and glaciers right up by the Mount Fitzroy, and then you got to go two kilometers straight back down. Yeah, it's an out and back hike, which is a bummer, but it's still beautiful. So. Yeah, we spent all day doing that. And then the next day we were thought about doing another hike, but we were. But Mitchell and Allie wouldn't let us. They they were too weak. They were too sore. I don't think it's fair to blame it on them. I blame them. It was a beautiful morning, and I was up and ready to go. They were up before you. But that was because they they didn't want to do it, so I slept in. They wanted to see the sunrise. So we watched the sunrise, and then we got. Correction, they watched the sunrise. And then we got in the car and we drove to the like town. Like 10 hours. The town of Perito Moreno. Yeah. That's when along the stretch of road we hit some big potholes. Literally. Our van did a wheelie. <laughs> I think we got some air. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, not great for the van, but still, still works better than Mitchell and Allie's. Van. Yes, thankfully. It was all good. Nothing broke. No um, pop tires. And then, so we stayed in Perito Moreno, which is the the town or city closest to the border crossing back into Chile. Yeah, and we stayed at a really unique uh, campground, 
that we find found on the app iOverlander that we're using that lists a bunch of amenities along the way. And I don't know. How do you describe Raul? Special. <laughs> I think he... Well, he said he doesn't drink alcohol, but it it it's unquestionable that he has done some type of drugs in his lifetime. Yes, yes. And although it, he was a police officer cuz he showed us his badge and all of his military paperwork. I don't know. But I guess the the standout event of the evening was he claims or he is a poet. A professional poet and songwriter <laughs> and he spent about 20 to 30 minutes solid of reciting poems and songs by heart. In Spanish, extremely fast. Yep, to us and the couple from France that was with us at the campground. Yeah. And then... It was it was incredible. Mitchell tried to offer him food, though, at the end to try to wrap it up. <laughs> yeah. So that was fun. It was a good little place to stay. It was really the only place to stay in town. Yeah. Oh, and he loved Mitchell because he works at Chrysler, and Mitchell works at Chrysler, and Raul had a Chrysler hat on. So, they, I don't know. They bonded. They bonded. Anyway, yeah. the next day we drove across the border into Chile. That border crossing was a little more difficult just because... Chile is a little bit more picky about what you bring in the country, so they searched our vans and everything. But not too bad. No. And we drove a, the beautiful road that goes from Chile Chico along the south part of uh, the, what is the name of the lake? General well, Carrera? Yeah. Or on the, the Argentine side, it's Lago Buenos Aires. Yeah. And you go from Chile Chico all the way around to the lake and then we went north and stopped in a town called Puerto Rio Tranquilo spent one night there that I was just going to say that's probably the most one of the most spectacular drives I've ever done yeah the 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 lake it's like turquoise yeah it's a beautiful lake and you go up and down mountains the whole time and there's mountains in the background and there's islands and there's yeah it was spectacular yeah treacherous but spectacular yeah a little bit treacherous uh and then in rio tranquilo the the morning we woke up it was raining and that was kind of a bummer because we really wanted to go see the marble caves that are supposed to be beautiful in the sunshine but we persisted and we found a tour and they took us out and <laughs> We found a tour. There were like a hundred of them. They, the tour guides literally walk up and down the street knocking on your van doors asking if you okay, want to I was, Okay, I was more meaning we <laughs> persisted with the weather. Because actually once we got out there late morning for the tour, it stopped raining. Not, was, not on my side of the boat it didn't. Well, that was just because you got some waves on you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we, walked, we took the boat out to see the, the marble caves, which is beautiful. And then, unfortunately... I would say a little bit oversold if I was if yeah. I was leaving a review. Yeah, I mean, if the sun was shining, I'm sure that the colors would pop even more. But still, it wasn't quite what we expected. It was still cool, though. It was neat. I will say it was neat. I wouldn't, I wouldn't go For out that. of my way to go there just to do that. Right. But we happened to be passing through. Yeah. And unfortunately, at that point, then Mitch and Allie had to s- split ways, and they went north, and we and, went south. And then south. they came back south because their van broke. <laughs> I wasn't going to mention that. 
But then they went north again. Yeah, their their van couldn't make it up the hill out of town at first, but then once they gave it 10 minutes to warm up, they could make it out. So, yeah, that sounds fun. For them. Uh, and Chris and I headed south, and we came down to Parque Patagonia. We have been here, which is where we're at right now, for the last two days. Right, I think? Yeah. We've done two hikes, and they have been magnificent, I would say, especially the first day. Well, um, just because the weather was better. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, the hike yesterday was a little bit windy and rainy. Yep. A little bit windy, a little bit rainy. Yeah. And tomorrow, we took today as a rest day because somebody's legs were hurting. No, it was it more for the been, weather. It must be contagious from Mitchell and Allie. <laughs> And you were happy to rest as well. And then tomorrow we're going to get up and do the longest hike, uh, the longest day hike available in the park, which is about 15 miles up. 23 kilometers. Up, over, and down a mountain. So we're going to do that, and then we're going to leave yeah. and go back north. And Parque Patagonia here is a private park, and they're going to turn it over no, to... No, they the... already did. We just went to the museum today and read about this. Oh, you're right. I was reading two different things. They they just turned it over in 2018 to Chile, Chile's... Uh, government. Yeah, government. And so it's a national park, and it is incredible, though. It, like, all of the buildings are immaculate. Uh, the and buildings, the signs, the trails, everything is... Very, very well done. By far the nicest park we've ever been in anywhere in the world. Yeah. In our whole lives. Yeah. So... Highly, highly recommend it for anybody it's who's, out of the way who's, lot, who's in the area. Yeah, I was say it's out of the way. It's hard to get to, but it is awesome. So we have one more day here, and then we head north. I wanted to say, uh, I wanted to ask you, what has been the most challenging thing so far with this van? Living with you in a van. Wow. <laughs> Are you serious? No, that wasn't the most challenging. We've spent a whole year together, or not even, nine months traveling, which has been challenging. But No, I'm kidding. That's definitely not true. <laughs> that doesn't that doesn't sound like you're kidding. What was the question again? What's been the most challenging thing so far in the week in, the, I guess it's eight days we've had the van? I don't think it's really been challenging. I, I haven't found anything challenging at all. None of the driving? No, Good. other than maybe... Dodging some of the potholes. That's what I was say. That was, but that was, it's pretty minor. I yeah. haven't found any challenges. How about your favorite thing? Living in the van with you <laughs> has been my favorite part. <laughs> no, I really enjoyed hiking up the Fitzroy Range with Mitchell and Allie. Yeah, that was my favorite too. It was really awesome. Which is why I'm so sad we couldn't do a hike the next day. But you gotta play. You, down, gonna you gotta play them? down to the weakest members of your team. Are you gonna blame them for that forever? You and them, yeah. Me, I didn't have anything to do with it. I was ready to do it. I think that, and we had a really nice dinner with them that night. I had a really nice stew. Mitchell and I had the stew. It was we really had, good. Allie and, and I had crepes. They and were delicious. Craft beer. So, I think I think that day was really awesome. The glacier was really awesome. I don't know, just spending time with friends and and seeing places in the world that we probably won't ever get to see again. Yeah, and spending time with them. We haven't seen them in almost 
nine, ten months in. Except on Skype. Yeah, on Skype, but it's not We the can same. Skype them into other places. <laughs> it was really fun to spend a whole week with them. I can't believe they flew this far. Yeah. But. Well, that was probably my favorite. What was your favorite besides living in the van with me? <laughs> I was going to say, dealing with you in the van. Is your favorite? No, least favorite. That wasn't the question. <laughs> I think the same, the same day, the hike up to the Fitzroy Range, like, that... Oh, see. Copying. No, that was an amazing day, and, like, that being in Al 10 when the weather was beautiful and you could see the whole Fitzroy Range was, like, my dream of Patagonia, and so it was maybe a little cliche, but... So what was your least favorite? Dealing with you in the van. No. That's not true. I've been a delight. Um, the least favorite, I don't think there's anything that's been really my least favorite. Everything's been great. I uh, think the lack of toilet seats <laughs> yeah. in, in some of the I was just going to say, yeah, the, the toilet facilities have been subpar at some places. But other than that. And here there's only cold showers and we're trying to debate whether to take one or not. I'm not debating it at all. It's not, it's not happening. <laughs> You're not taking one. No. <laughs> so I think I think we've exhausted this discussion. So all in all, a good a good van trip so far. So far. Got four more weeks. No, we don't. Three more weeks. There you go. I can do the math. Okay, that's it. We can wrap up. Wrap it up. Okay, quick update. I just got done with one of the coldest showers of my life, but when it's 40 degrees or 45 degrees outside and the building you're showering in is not heated and the water is solar water, solar hot water, however, there's been no sun, so it is cold water, it's a little cold to shower. Chris is currently in there trying to shower. I'm gonna ask him what he thought when he gets back. Say that again? No. I, How was it? I didn't love it. I hated it. It was cold, and I'm never doing it again. <laughs> but you survived? Barely. Barely? Did you wash your hair? Yeah. Wow. I ain't no dirty hippie like you. <laughs> I can wash my hair tomorrow. Anyway. I just had to record that update that we survived a frigidly cold shower, right? Yeah. And we're better for it. Now we gotta go make dinner. Pasta it is. You gotta go make dinner. I'm not, <laughs> I can't leave. I know. It's also pouring outside. <sighs> How fun is this van? I love it. <laughs> so we just got out of Hot Springs. Hot Spring. <laughs> it's a one little spring mm-hmm. and it's a place I really wanted to come and I'm I'm not regretting it you said you were regretting it well it just isn't quite what I wanted I think you only wanted to come here because of the name yes partly do you, do you agree <laughs> well I wanted hot springs no you liked the name Alsace Alsace <laughs> you've been talking about this for like a week uh, I know ever since I read about it in the guidebook and Totally worth the money? Uh, no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but 
the hot springs would feel really good. Feel really good. Are you spring, all nice and toasty? Hot spring. I know it's one little pool. Anyway, <laughs> on to so more exciting things. It's been a week since we recorded last, and last time we were in Parque Patagonia, just about to do the Laguna. You just told me last time we did it, we talked about the fuel line breaking. Well, we that we did a little interlude there. Okay. So I'm going to add that in in a second. Okay. But we did the Lagunas Altas hike. Hey, you got the name right. I know. I keep wanting to call it Lagunas Atlas, but that's not right. The High Lakes hike in Parque Patagonia that was, wasn't it like 17 kilometers? No, it was 22 kilometers. Oh, yeah, that the day before it was 17. 22. It was epic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then... We got up and there was ice on the ground, ice on the windows. Yeah. It was cold. But. And, yeah, the first, like, what, two hours of that hike was, it was all frost on the ground and crunchy as we were hiking. Mm-hmm. And this, we got on the trail at 7 a.m., too, so it was nice and at the sunrise. Yep. Cool. Anyway. <laughs> I, it was a beautiful hike. It was. Some people run it, apparently. Yeah, we passed this lady that she was going the opposite direction, running the whole thing. And it's literally up. A mountain and back down. Yeah. Crazy. Something to aspire to. I know. But I think overall, I really loved Parque Patagonia. It was beautiful and it's really well done. And I'm excited maybe to go back someday. It's not easy to get to, though. Not at all. But it is probably the nicest park we've ever been to. Yeah. So anyway, we left there. And then what happened? What did we do? Drove through Rio Tranquilo and found that parking spot. We were camp for the night where I thought we were going to roll off the cliff. Uh, yeah, yeah, I remember that. And I made you put rocks under the tires. Uh-huh, I remember that, too. <laughs> and then when we woke up, we weren't anywhere near a cliff no. or a river. But we parked there in the dark, and we weren't sure. Yeah, it was terrifying. Anyway, uh, and then we tried to drive to Sierra Castillo the next day. We and, did drive to Cerro Castillo. Right, and that's where I'll insert right now the little blurb about what happened that day. So what happened today? I'm reading, woman. <laughs> and it's cold outside. It's cozy in here. Yeah. Today could have been a lot worse than it was. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Yeah, a rock of sizable size. <laughs> some some sort of size on the gravel road. Bounced up and broke the fuel line coming out of the fuel filter. When we were about 20 kilometers from the nearest town, which is actually not that far. It's pretty far if you got to push a van. Yeah, well, we tried to push it around the corner. And... Luckily, I'm an engineer. Luckily, I packed Aquaseal. And I remembered <laughs> that we had it. Which is for shoes or to repair yeah, clothing. It's like a silicone sealant. Yeah. And we were able to sort of bend the pipe back into place and use the Aquaseal to temporarily... Patch it, yeah, enough to drive the twenty kilometers to the city where somebody happened to have two part epoxy, 
another yeah another traveler and we put some of that on there so right now i think we would be good to go probably to alaska <laughs> but we're gonna try to get it looked at in Kauai, which is about what um, 94 kilometers according the to the sign yeah so we'll see could have been a lot worse. We could have been. Could have been a lot better. Well, yeah, but we could have been on a narrow part of the road. It was a nice wide part of the road. We pushed the car around the corner so we had some room. We. We engineered a solution. Engineered solution, yeah. It could have been a hole in the gas tank, which would have been really bad. Ugh. Anyway. It was but a the fun we- day. But the weather was nice. It was a beautiful day. And tomorrow. Guess what we get to go do? Chris's favorite thing ever. I don't wanna. We get to go ride horses. I'm so excited. It was your idea. Yeah. You you brought it up. I know, I like you. <laughs> Alright, I'm reading now. Okay. And we can pick back up now. Oh, that was exciting. <laughs> So, what happened, let's see, we all, we had two days, no, one full day in Sierra Castillo, because we had put the epoxy on the fuel line, and it was drying, and... Well, it only took four minutes. Yeah, (laughs) well, we were mostly just visiting the area, and we got to go horseback riding. Yeah, it was my favorite thing I've done in South America. I think that's a little bit of sarcasm. Yeah, I love, I love horses and riding horses. Chris was a really, really good sport, and it was only an hour up, and then we went hiking for, like, two and a half hours, and then went an hour back down. So it was two hours on a horse. Uh-huh. And you survived. Barely. It you was, barely survived, too. It was Your a horse almost fell down. I know. He, the, my horse tripped a couple times. It was a little scary going down the mountain, but... And your horse farted the entire ride up. <laughs> it did. I know. It was, it was hilarious, especially when you were behind me. <laughs> yeah, so we took horses up to the lagoon and then back down. And then we had to drive... Uh, 94 kilometers. 94 kilometers. To Kauaiki. Which was the only, the closest place that had a mechanic. And... When we arrived in Cerro Castillo, we were not really leaking gas. And then we patched it, because I patched it with the, the shoe repair stuff. And right. Then, it was Aquasil. And then... And the epoxy. And then the epoxy when we got to Cerro Castillo. And then I think while it sat there, the gasoline in the line ate through the shoe repair stuff. Yeah. And so it was le- it was dripping more. When we left, and by the time we arrived in in Kauaiki, it was basically a, every second we were dripping gas. Right. Like drip, 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 drip. Right. But it wasn't in the fuel tank. It was the line so that once you shut off the car, it stops dripping. Mm-hmm. But not ideal. But so we made it to Kauaiki, and we made it to our campground. On a Sunday. Yes. Then the next day we had to... Uh, Try to drive to the mechanic, that which was, was like, two kilometers. That and was we, the most stressful drive ever. We barely made it because 
the engine was kind of puttering because it wasn't getting a ton of gas, but we made it. Well, and it was up a humongous hill. Humongous. It was huge. So, well, we barely made it, but but and then we did. And then they fixed it. They fixed it. And it cost us like 50 bucks. Yep, which is awesome. And, and then, a day in Kwaiki. And then we were on our way to the next place. Which was... Where did we go next? Oh, we, we drove out to... Oh, no, we camped at the side by the river. Remember? The beautiful campsite by the river. Mm-hmm. I do remember. And then we drove out to Puerto Cisnes. Yep. Which wasn't much of anything. It was supposed to be this little village on a on the ocean. It was that. It was that. And there was nothing else there other than we ate lunch kind of on a beach. And Made then, some peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. And then we left. And then we went to... A lookout that was right south of Parque Quelat. Or I don't know how you say it. Quelat? That was the really epic camping spot. Oh, on the fjord, yeah. On the fjord. Yeah, probably my favorite camping spot ever. Yeah, and it had the best sunset we've had, I think, this whole trip. Yep. And yeah. we got to lay there with, and even as after the sunset, the sun, there was still that little bit of light. We got to lay there in the van and watch it. It was amazing. Totally. <laughs> and then then we went to Parque Quelat. Que, is that how you say it? That's how you say it. How do you say it? I don't say it. <laughs> it's a national park with a hanging glacier. It's not hanging. It's just up in the mountain. They call it a hanging glacier. So we hiked up there the first night, and then we hiked up there the next day in the in the sun. That, that was, was this morning. This morning. And then we had to drive from there to a town called... Puyuape. Puyuape. And then La Junta. And then La Junta. And now. It was like, it was what, like, I I don't don't know. know, 80 kilometers, 90 kilometers total. And everything was going great until we got a flat tire. And then we had to change the tire on the side of the road. And then we had to drive 20 kilometers on the spare tire that wasn't fully inflated. And then we had. We went to the place where the guy fixed the tire. He the Gomaria. Mm-hmm. Fixed the tire. He was awesome. And got us going for 4,000 pesos. Yeah, like what? Ten bucks? Eight dollars. Eight bucks. And then we... Super nice guy. And then we drove to Alsace. Yes. And this has been really boring. No? Mm, no? Maybe. I don't know. We're trying to make it fun. Hi, Maria. we really just do this podcast for maria also for our like memories right mostly for maria (laughs) and for anybody who wants to listen yeah mostly maria though (laughs) now we get to go to Alsace in the morning too we're already at i mean we get to go in the hot springs in the morning hot spring (laughs) okay we're done and then we're going out to raul marine Balmaceda, which is supposed to be one of the coolest towns on the coast of Chile. Yes, it's a detour off the Carretera Austral. And there's going to be dolphins and oceans and We're really sunshine and no sauce. Well, you, mm. you like the hot spring, too. Mm-hmm. 
You do. I need to go to bed now. Okay. We're back real quick. Ooh. Thanks for listening. And I just want to mention... Is this an outro? Yeah. Cool. I just want to mention that... In two weeks, you'll hear part two of this story. Journey. It's a journey. Yes, of this journey. Some even call it an adventure. Yes. An adventure for good. There you go. You can find us at our website, adventureforgood.com, the number four. Or you can find us on Instagram uh, at underscore adventureforgood. That's it. Thanks for listening, everyone.